Hey, you got the metronome going. Have you got a net metronome? Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 don't worry. Have you got a metronome there? Yeah. Hey, is this episode three, mate? Is it recording? Yeah. Oh, are you kidding? Is this episode three? Oh, no, you better get it now, I reckon. You know why? Because I just realised, like, as I drink more, I'm getting more sober. It's like off a kind of reverse drunk alcoholic. It's like, the less, if I don't drink anything, I'm getting more um, drunk. And if I'm, the more alcohol I'm drinking, I'm getting more sober. And I'm just getting clearer, smarter, more clarified, harder, better, faster, stronger. You know, it's really an interesting effect, isn't it? The scientists should come in and study me in that. Do you reckon? Put a microscope on my eyes and all that. If this is episode three, payback pizzeria. Loose lips shoot pips. Blank checks wreck tents. Storming coals for fake hips. Branching out as submachine guns. Stands. Later on, as I lay in a field, overhead I fly my invisible shield. No one can touch me now on the toxic masterpiece. Stay on top, I'll blast your stupid limbs to pieces, yeti face pimple ass. Now, things have been special, super special I would say, for this grizzly barrel chested warrior. I rocked it in with the new El Hombre's UV ray and his box hill enforcers have provided me with a downhill battle. I've been given the amber light to accelerate and run the punks out of this city, all the while running my cash stocks into orbits of new wetback capitalism. The triads, yeah, well they've sliced off a share um, of my quote-unquote protection bracket. Um, they'd gotten confused over one of Rabbit, Rabbit's mates, um, the Slicer, as he called it. The Slicer had just escaped prison and gone around, all around Box Hill Central, kicking Asians in the head. Bad business, you know? I actually thought this was a disgusting act and he was, he was promptly punished, you know? Part one was being locked in a dark room with an angered jackal. Now that gave him a feverish dose of rabies and some PTSD, but part two, that was, well, that was a soil toilet brush thrashing before being sent back to Harry Heath's re-education camp. The only upside to all of this was that they actually thought that I'd ordered the satanic shirtless bogan to stroll through Box Hill Central around housing every poor Asian man in sight. Tragic incident, but you know, that was highly beneficial to my cause. Um, as scared as they were of the legendary Jade Horse Gang, they were now crapping their slacks as the bronze gladiators struck and stuck to the script of an eternal myologue. A myologue of a failed mental floss murdering messiah. So the first order of business, modernising the ancient Al Capone's restaurant into a modern day classic. 
I dreamed up the idea after watching Call to Park Carnage. Oh, good one. Um, yeah, so Call to Park Carnage, that was a lost Melbourne classic where a loose cannon like myself tries to drive a hotted up, drive a hotted up road train down Calder Racetrack and succeeds, beating a hotted up LH Tirana on a quarter mile. The final scene culminated with a flamethrower suicide. So for years, the Italians, the Mexicans and so on, they'd been driving the place into the ground with their ridiculous safe crap. I had an idea which this would be the bold action in the revenge chimney, the gold stamp in the hot air balloon dance party, right? The idea, the, this restaurant to be renamed Payback Pizzeria. Everyone wants to pay back sadistic world leaders, right? Everyone. Let's give them a leg up. They get a chance to see real life recreations of genocidal maniacs, all in the comfort of a Box Hill BYO restaurant. If any university ideas jump up and down in disgust, I've got a waterproof plan to explain that I'm not actually displaying homicidal maniacs in the windows of our lovely establishment. The last thing I want is to, out, is to upset or outrage any community groups and lawsuits from pompous, self-righteous idiots. I just can't get over how, with the more I'm drinking, just the more clear-minded I'm getting. So, um, here's my lineup. You know, I've got my lineup of maniac dummies who I'll say, um, who I'll say there are to naysayers. So first up, the biggest sicko in history will be called John Burgess. In his thick moustache, but we all know, it's a carbon copy of Soviet jackpot and satanic ruler Joseph Stalin. If any Ukrainians or Poles approach me, I'll give them a photo of Mr. Burgess and I'll say, read them and weep, Bolsheviks. Don't touch my wax dummy of the prince of the price is wrong. Alright, you ready mate? You ready for what you wrote? Next in line, I'll say that. Right, that might cause you some serious... <laughs> the last in line, the last, the last, the last is a penultimate scumbag, the one which will get the most screaming and the most abuse, spotting and rageful scream crying, truly nightmare including, and who is it? None other than Daryl Summers. Daryl Summers will play none other than the shopping centre brick throwing mass murderer who killed women and innocent babies and innocent children and innocent middle-aged and innocent elderly, innocent senior citizens Innocent crippled, innocent triple crippled back in the 80s by throwing building materials off the mezzanine level onto innocent Melbournians. I'll tell you what, Daryl Summers will be his disgusting self being on full view 
As if he didn't serve a day of his atrocity, I'm going to give the victim's families full access, 100% access to spiked baseball bats to cure their grief and rage. Hold me to that, I am not. This is an empty rhetoric, I promise that will be the case. Alright, so opening night quickly approached and news cameras encircled the property. All publicity is good publicity, right? All, every drop of it. As the racially diverse crowd lined up to come in, buy pizzas, the energy was palpable. I started playing the Russian gunship heavy metal album by Man Scooper just to create a mood. As soon as the doors opened, the raging crowd ran in and literally disintegrated the mass murdering lineup within minutes. Explosions, there was screaming and scuffles, and all this unfolded, and all that was left was a smouldering, uh, smouldering heap as the crowd ripped apart Daryl Summers and cooked his waxy bodies on pizzas before throwing it up then burning their vomit in woks. I'm not kidding, the Mexican staff had to flee as the payback pizzeria turned in what could only be explained as a scene out of Wattle Park Landmine Picnic. <laughs> I'm not kidding, it really did go to the dogs and wogs at this point. Yeah, I knew, now I knew this because I was drunk, right? And my behaviour, I'm not ashamed to say, deteriorated like an unwieldy fishwife. Added to this, when I started giving myself the bird, I knew it was game over. Whenever I give myself the bird, that's it. I'm better go home under the blankets, right? When I commence the vomit bow, that's definitely sayonara. I, I walked away, you know, I was shaking my head. Look, fortunately the full cost was covered by the Mexican-Italian idiots. So I was completely insolvent, I'll admit. Much like when the prison was asked by Mal Walden about killing dolphins, he shot, he shot him, he just shot him. Shot him. Shoot, he shot his problems away, you know? Time to cut your losses, I'd say. It's like ending up on the wrong side of a bin liner. Just dump out the bin into the fifth ridden floor. Right, me and the boys, Look, we just, we just ended it. We kicked back, played marbles in Box Hill Gardens, ramrated slates, soft drinks on Elba Road. Just went home to sleep like angry babies. You know. Anyway, good night goodies. Stuff off, pigs and cobbled sweets.